On this episode of Movies Ruin My Life, Easton and I drop tons of useless facts about boxing while Nick and Devin try their best to keep the show on the tracks. Today we're starting the conversation on Rocky. So this is East, this is Nick, this is Devin, hey. I'm Brandon, I'm Rocky. You're not Rocky. <laughs> Rocky's not here. Polly is though, he's coming up the stairs. <laughs> no class. He's coming up the stairs to tell you meet and ask to put something on the back of your shirt. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one, there's a lot of films, and I kind of want to do it. Um, chronologically as they intersect, if you will. Is that is that something... Is everyone cool with that? Because, like, for example, one and two run parallel chronologically. They're very close to each other. Starts off with him in the, uh, the hospital and two and so forth, right? And then three to four are are close again. They're, they happen back-to-back again. And then uh, we'll worry about figuring out the rest of them as we get to them. This is a... This is a franchise that that uh, has. Well, first of all, it's it's the only Best Picture winner, or rather, out of all the Best Picture winners at the Oscars, which won in '77, right? Uh-huh. I always think '76, but it's '76 uh, was one once one flew over the cuckoo's nest, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I just ran up the stairs. Um, Did you do the? Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't do the arms up. Uh, We'll make us. We'll get your statue. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's it's had more sequels than any other Oscar winner for Best Picture, which is really cool, and it shows the nature of uh, how special these films are, and and much of it is is be, is because of the relationships of the characters more so than the story. It's not just a boxing movie, and that's why it touches so many people. Like my early memories of this movie, like the first time that I saw Rocky, I saw it with my mom. Who does not like boxing? Like I'm a boxing fan. Subsequently, uh-huh. but going into this film, my mom very much latched on to the love story, as did my grandma, my cousin, all the people that I watched films with as a child. And it's so interesting um, that this movie is so transcendental. It's almost like a hybrid of a romance novel and a sports film, and you know, an action film on some level, um, and a, and a serious drama. On top of everything else, really interesting. Um, well, I usually don't like to do this. I don't like to to break the ice with personal stories. But I am curious. You know, like Nick, you're Italian, so I pretty much don't even have to ask you how you got into Rocky. But I am curious how you guys all got into Rocky. What your first exposure was, and and your subsequent reaction. Well, mine's kind of weird. It's I usually watch Rocky around Christmas time. Really? Yeah. It's like we don't we didn't get Christmas movies. We got Rocky movies. <laughs> but no, it's always weird. Like, I always find myself watching the whole set around Christmas time. Yeah. It's like one week, I'll watch the first, and then go into the second, and then go into the third. It's just pretty much it. But I just remember watching, the first time I did watch it, it wasn't a VHS, it wasn't a DVD. It was actually on, do you remember TBS, the Superstation? Yeah, yeah, that's where I used to watch it on. Like, I had the commercials <laughs> in between. Yeah, and they used to marathon the whole series. I just remember, I remember being at my grandparents' house and we're just watching it. And like, even my grandfather would just get into it, like, <laughs> get him, get him. Like, he thought it was really, like, 
it goes back to the whole Eddie Murphy thing. Like Italians think this shit's real, and it's <laughs> it's not a joke. We legitimately like, at one point you're like, this shit's real. Yeah, <laughs> and he he is kind of a a hero of Philadelphia in a lot of ways, and 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 that's another thing that can be really latched onto in this uh, the series. Sure there's you, a sign in yeah, Philadelphia. It's like. Philadelphia Eagles, Rocky. Yeah, exactly. Population. <laughs> no, it's so true, and, and it's it's so interesting because they it's it's an underdog story, and it's a story about you know um, facing adversity and 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 making your way uh, in the world. And, you know, it's something that no matter where you're from, it, you can attach yourself to it. But I, I can't I can't think of a film that that could more or does more represent a, a city. And, and kind of the way it's perceived than, than Rocky and the Rocky series. Mm-hmm. You know, East, what's your deal? Why did you get into Rocky? Uh, I, well, again, that was one of those movies where it was up in my cottage. I had one, two, and three on a beta tape. <laughs> and then I had four was actually a purchased beta uh, with the, the actual box. Um, and then five you never spoke about. And uh, six I saw... In theater, the first day it came out because I I had to. Yeah, because six is a great movie. Oh, them and ex- every one of them, I get goosebumps watching oh, yeah. every yeah. one of them. Five, yeah, five. I have a hard time watching just because that is the closest to like a real boxing story as you get in the sense of a person who has. Well, he is uh, like Tommy Morrison was a real boxer. He passed away a few mm-hmm. years ago. Right. So um, and there was that whole thing. I, I don't really want to we're getting way off topic here if mm-hmm. I do this. But there was a whole thing where he was like he I remember and I was a kid. So he, he I remember he 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 won the vacant uh, was it WBC belt. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then he subsequently lost it. But uh, and he had a fight scheduled with Lennox Lewis to unify the belts. And I think he did fight Lewis. Um he got knocked out, and I remember that he didn't fight after that as a kid, and I didn't understand at the time, but like I've looked into it since, and obviously he, he tested positive for HIV, which is, which is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some kind of uh, gray area on whether he actually um, did or didn't. I don't want to go into it too much because I know that – or I don't know the, the story. So, But uh, he, he is – he's the first – He's the first box, boxer to be prominently featured. Like, obviously, um, Rocky's trainer in the first one. Uh, in the third, the lightweight that he's fighting. These are real boxers, and these are notable boxers. And obviously, in, in, in Balboa, uh, you know, again, a champion. Mm-hmm. He's legitimately fighting a, a champ. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I believe in, in uh, Creed, they're doing the same thing, where, where Adonis will will face a, a real boxer is his his opponent will be a uh, an actually trained legit mm-hmm. boxer which is really cool and uh, turn your fucking phone off East. <laughs> but yeah yeah like five five you're right it, it does as much as it may be not the best film and i think it did get caught in that transition of 80s to 90s films in the early part of the 90s where you you were getting all this new technology and they didn't exactly know how to exploit it mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of a, of a loss there. But, yeah, but I'm also just talking like the character arc of how you have rags, rags to riches, and then like a lot of boxers just tra- this yeah, right back down into rags, and that's mm. a very real 
tragic story. Like, look at George Shavalo, yeah. you know, Canadian boxing champion in the golden age of boxing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Great, great fighter. Yeah, you know, both of his sons died of a heroin. And he his also wife had a himself. mean left hook, didn't he? he Which did, so, did, uh, so did Tommy Gunn. That, so did yeah. Tommy Morrison yeah. in real life. That was his, it was his go-to punch. It was that left hook. It was such fucking a hard, crazy. Such a hard punch that Muhammad Ali said the, only, the hardest two hits he ever got were... Um, Hit was George Shavalo and not Foreman Frazier, uh, smoking Joe Frazier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, um, and Joe uh, Frazier is in Rocky One. He's the only fucking boxer yep. that showed up. They invited like a ton of of championship boxers for that scene, and he he was the only one that showed up. And and they're like, okay, well, this is cool because you're actually from Philly, so this is sweet. It makes sense that you're here. Of all the guys we could have show up. Sweet. This well, is awesome. Foreman, Foreman didn't want to show because he was too busy making his little portable barbecue. We were in the <laughs> development process at that Hey, point. don't knock the George Foreman grill. Oh. I got one of those downstairs. It's amazing. On uh, Rags to Riches to Rags, you've also got the, um, uh, have you ever seen those photos of uh, the abandoned uh, Tyson estate? That, that, oh, yeah. Like a uh, big urban exploring uh, kind of a uh, uh, destination yeah. uh, for a lot of people. Just this opulent estate with like tiger cages. Yeah, another, yeah. Very, another kind of... And another weird tie-in with the Rocky franchises, of course, that Tommy Morrison was represented by the same people as Mike Tyson. And before he was... Uh, <laughs> before he was... Uh, he, you know, whether it was a, a po- like a false positive or a legitimate positive result for HIV, they had... There was serious talks about a potential Morrison-Tyson uh, fight. And Don so, King just would have been like, we need to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> just make well, yeah, and that's that's why, like, any of these conspiracy theorists or whatnot that you you know you see on the internet, um, it doesn't make any sense because that would have been a huge like Tommy Gunn, leaving that and, film alone, and, and Tyson and the monster. Yeah, and he had an amazing like uh, like Tommy Morrison had an amazing professional record like 42 and 3 or something and he had the reach too it would have been like a very Lennox oh, Lewis God. Tyson fight yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah we haven't talked about these movies at all we've been talking about actual boxing which is so cool you know I I um I come from a place where uh like yeah me my brother and my sister are all really big nerds um never really into sports very much at all yeah. let alone the combat sports I mean I've always kind of um uh shied away I don't know not not really a huge fan of, of boxing didn't really grow up with uh you know, wrestling like a lot of children of the '80s did, um, but uh, that that kind of um, you know it prevented me from really uh, even even looking into these movies. I had never really considered it, um, and then uh, I think probably TBS uh, as well. Yeah, uh, I think Rocky Four uh, hasn't marathon. It's probably on one of those uh, TBS back to back things they yeah. used to do. Oh, yeah. Rocky Four followed by Rocky Four again, <laughs> followed by half an hour of commercials, <laughs> yeah. then Rocky Five. But um, uh, and then Rocky Five again. Rocky yeah. Four was oh. the first one I saw, uh, and it really uh, like um. Because, uh, you know, the whole, like, it's just a much more obvious, like, uh, you know, good versus evil, like, triumph over, you know, this whole Soviet Union. That uh, movie single-handedly uh, ended the Cold War. Yeah, absolutely. 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 If absolutely. you can change, and I can change, everyone can change. <laughs> but that was, that was my first experience with the series, and then I kind of started over. Um, so that's my... Yeah, which is so interesting. Like, how does that play, Rocky Four? Before we get into the movies individually, how does that play without the relationship that that is built in three with Apollo? Like the true friendship that happens, the the friendship arc in three. How does that play for you? Because it's just like, oh, a random boxer died. Now Rocky's got to come to his aid, or, uh, or no, rather, I mean, I mean, avenge kind him. Of establish it. Well, I establish it in the first two. It's like a fighter's respect almost. It's a lot easier. Yeah, but to he see hasn't it. seen those. He's saying that he yeah. started with four, so oh. it's interesting. It's yeah. a lot easier to see it. Uh, uh, 
as, as like a pretty funny scene, I guess. <laughs> like you don't really oh, feel the James for Brown. This guy. He comes out to live in America. Yeah, I'm gonna. Nope, you're gonna die. The you're most American thing. Die. He's riding a bull down to the <laughs> ring. So, were you disappointed when you realized that Rocky wasn't gonna have a beard in the earlier movies? Uh, and he wasn't gonna yeah, lift logs. Gonna, yeah, and... he wasn't gonna carry logs in the snow. Uh no, I mean, I think it's it's you know uh, he had to he had to get extreme, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's no easy way out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. I think it's it's um, for. I mean, despite you know there already being so much character development and story development at that point, it, it you know it's it's uh, you can tell that you know this is a case where he's really going to have to take it to the next level because he, he's basically fighting a, a you know nine foot tall robot with oh, yeah. with like a stuff longer <laughs> yeah know? man he doesn't feel pain unless somebody puts a needle in his leg <laughs> all right let's get into this gentlemen so the 1976 classic uh rocky um made for 1.1 million dollars wow yeah turned around and grossed uh 225 million <laughs> wow yeah 93 wow. percent on rotten tomato uh rotten tomatoes 8.1 on imdb um this film th- there's a couple of cool stories now first of all um i gotta turn this over because i gotta look at numbers um still in 106 dollars in the bank when he he sold the script for this film and 106 dollars in the bank he didn't have a car and he was trying to sell his dog uh it was buckus in the movie right yeah um because he couldn't feed the fucking dog, you know. <laughs> He's got this giant mastiff, and you just can't feed the the thing. Um, and when he sold it, he sold it um, under the pretense that essentially, I'll give you the rights to it, but I got to be the star, you know. And he wrote the script in three days. The original version of the script, <laughs> he wrote it in three days in crayon. Yeah. In crayon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to look at. It. <laughs> And he sells he sells this thing, and so the producers take it to United Artists, and they go, "Okay, United Artists likes the concept." They go, "Okay, I'll give you two million dollars," and then they go, "Well, we 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 made this deal with the the writer that he's got to be the star," and they go, "Okay, we'll give you one million dollars." They cut it in half immediately, yeah. And they say, "If you go over budget, you got to come up with it." So both producers end up mortgaging their or remortgaging their house to come up with the extra hundred thousand dollars they need to finish this fucking movie. <laughs> Really, uh, uh, and it turns out to then be the highest-grossing film of 1976. That's like a leap of faith on and is that, every yeah. one. Is of that them. any kind of a record in terms of just like money grows to money in? I can't think of any example that that comes anywhere close to like a 225 uh, the cl- times return. <laughs> the the biggest, actually, highest-grossing independent mm-hmm. was my big fat Greek wedding with the uh, highest return on that. Yeah. Oh wow. Sounds right. I, I I don't have the statistics in that front. Rita of me. Wilson, man, she'll <laughs> fucking get you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's the 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 seventy fourth highest grossing film ever in North America, adjusted for inflation. Uh four hundred fifty fifth if you don't adjust, which is really interesting. Um, it's um, th- this movie has so many amazing stories. Obviously, uh, everyone knows the 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 iconic um ice rink scene now mm-hmm. um but they hired or they wanted like 300 extras for that and only one showed up 
So they're just like, okay, you're the Zamboni driver. And they rewrite it on the spot. And you're the Zamboni driver and the place is closed and whatever. And uh, obviously, like the, we were talking about the Joe Frazier thing off air. He, he was the only guy that showed up for the, for the, <laughs> you know, the actual fight sequence. Uh, the other thing that, that sticks out to me is a really cool um, little thing. And I, I didn't write it down. There, there's an interview that I was watching on YouTube with uh, and I know it's from the added uh, the bonus features of, of one of the films, but I, I'm assuming one. Um, you know the scene where where Paulie comes home drunk and like stumbles over the fence and like knocks over the garbage can and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was uh, doing that scene. They were shooting the scene, and an actual drunk guy stumbled onto the set and he's like, "That's the you act drunk." <laughs> and so he's like, "Okay, well show me." And then he just mimicked that fucking guy, and they reshot the whole scene like him just pretending to be this fucking guy. They probably bought that guy like, okay, here you go. Here's all the alcohol you need. Yeah, exactly. Go to town. Show us how to do this, champ. That drunk guy's probably like, I could have made so much money off this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Stunt so double cool. for Paulie. <laughs> yeah. And actually, his, his entire body of acting directions for Paulie was just <laughs> slamming a Mickey in like two seconds. <laughs> well, that's what, like... That's just one of the things that I find is just so beautiful about the first Rocky is that it, in every way, shape, or form, it was the little engine that could. Yeah, like the it, whole movie filmed in 28 days. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> shot filmed in 28 days. The script, when they give it a budget, like, oh, you want to star in it? We'll fucking cut it in half. You know what I mean? That was a shot. When they did that painting of him hanging over the ring yeah yeah they, they fucked got, up the, they the get trunks, the, they yeah. get the short colors wrong and then yeah. immediately they're like how are we gonna fix this in the script very similar yeah. to the ice rink it yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. hey you got the things wrong you, you got my colors wrong and it was like well rock shit no one's no one expects <laughs> you to do anything anyway and, and nobody expected the, um, anything of this movie to really that happen one that's the same too. thing with the uh the actual like um the what's it called like the gown the, i can't think of the word the robe, the robe. The robe yeah. there we go the gown. <laughs> Boxers wear their gown to the ring. Yeah, the robe is too big, so we just there's that great line. It's just like you know, it's too big, you know, like yeah. in the movie, it's so cool. They, like had lived pretty much the entire film. Yeah, it's so and even that fight scene at the end, it, it just looks so sterile. So they they're like rock go, or rock, <laughs> go home like Sly, go home and just just write the fight. Just write the fight, and then they just practiced it for forty hours almost. Just, just like practicing the like the fucking punches that Sylvester Stallone wrote down on a page. I'm gonna go. Okay, Carl. Here's what's gonna happen. Go left. You're gonna go right. You will break my nose, and then gonna go back to my post and bitch about it. Yeah, the nose breaking is cool. I was reading uh, last night or this morning at like four in the morning um, that, uh, ironically, in the first film, Carl Weathers busted up his nose and. And Sly bruised his ribs, like the opposite injuries that really? the actual actors, yeah, have in the, in the film. It's, That's great. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Uh, you know, uh, it, this film is amazing. It's on. It's like number fifty-seven. One of the greatest films uh, of all time on yeah. AFI's greatest, Oscar-winning yeah. film as well. Yeah, yeah. Stallone wrote the screenplay for. He he won the Oscar for writing the screenplay. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, so that, there's my favorite out of the first is that like, I remember. I was listening to the commentary, and it's the part where he's running on the street, but there's just one open shot where he finally starts picking up pace. Mm. He like they were, the guys in the van were like, "Yeah, we lost them." Like, he just completely <laughs> he just completely bolted, and you see him just running straight through, and then the, the car can't catch up. Like they're in like this busted ass van, and they can't catch him. Yeah, and it's like cut to the next shot. And it's so interesting too because. Uh, 
they they didn't have permits for any of that. Yeah, they just, so like when he's running down the street and people are like, "Hey," and what, they have no fucking idea what's going on. Like in the context of the movie, you think like, "Oh wow, they're all cheering on Rocky." Those aren't extras; those are just people. Those are street vendors. So, like the guy throws him the orange. We were talking about this off air. That guy was just being nice. He's like, "Hey, this guy's running in front of a camera. Here, have an orange." He didn't know he was going to be immortalized forever in film. It's like it almost started guerrilla filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways. And even the we were talking about too the Steadicam thing. Yeah, yeah like uh, the that that footage is essentially the director saw that like the test footage for the for selling the the Steadicam, uh, which is um, the the film uh, the the inventor of the Steadicam. His name has escaped my mind. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry, but in any case, he filmed his girlfriend running up and down those same steps. And Alvinson's just like, that's awesome. Just do that. Just do the same thing. Just film fucking Sly doing that. And then we just cut to like a shot of the city and him with the uh, the iconic arms up and like, boom, we got a movie poster right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it, well, the other movie poster is them holding hands, right? Uh, Adrian and, and Rocky. Yeah. And that one's not in, in the movie. They cut it. They reshot the ending. And then, of course, there's the re-release of him standing in the ring looking up. Yeah. Where they probably got more money. It's like, okay, we'll just redo this poster for the movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like it being a love story. You know, and I think it plays a lot better even for a younger audience. Um, definitely this was a conduit for me into mm-hmm. boxing and becoming a boxing fan. But um, but I love the the relationship between Rocky and, and, and Adrian. And just the fact that Rocky is, is just good. You know, he, he's a little slow maybe or maybe not. He's just a different kind of intelligent. He's just, a, you know, emotionally intelligent as we yeah. call it today. Yeah. And it, it, it's 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 really beautiful to see how he interacts with everyone, even the loan shark, um, Garzo. Mm-hmm. Garzo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's uh, he's just giving him money like everyone else. He's telling him to break his fucking thumbs, and it's just like here, Rock. Have you know? Was it three hundred bucks or five hundred bucks? He gives him yeah. a train, five hundred bucks to train, yeah. which is a lot of money in seventy nine. Mm-hmm. That's more money than Sly had in the fucking bank when they shot the fucking <laughs> and then, film. And then, tell, and then tells him to go. He's like. Tells him to go get it. You know what I mean. Even the loan shark is just like you know, Rock. You deserve better. Yeah, you're a this. good guy. And he's you like, know? here's some money to take your girl on a date. It's like you don't beat the crap. Like you know what? You give these guys a chance. Like we, we they, you're supposed to break their thumbs, but you give them a little. You have a heart, so yeah. you're not gonna break their thumbs off the first. Well, that time. actor, by the way, you know that the the scene with the um the puffer, right? The yeah. inhaler. That actor was having an asthma attack when they were shooting that. Really? And he just like broke it out. It was just like fuck. <gasps> And 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 again, Alvison like left it in. You could probably like, see the directors. It's just it's like a human element. It's very humane. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's what I find is really great with uh, with one especially is you one and six have a lot of similarities in the yeah. fact that in one you have in, you have Stallone building his career and building his relationship with Adrian. Yes, you have Rock in all that building his relationship and stuff like that. And then like you know from a production standpoint, you have a guy putting all of his money into making his career with this movie and then with six Mm. you know you have stallone is pretty much almost bankrupt this is this was gonna bobo was supposed to be a swan song from hollywood and you know was only made with 24 million dollars which at pretty much if you count inflation is pretty much one million like the first one was yeah not a lot of money and then a lot of that heart that mm. that first one was made with, and the whole franchise really went full circle. Yeah, you know, we can honestly say like the film mirrors the way they filmed it. It's like it's a million to one shot. It's like this is going to do good or this is going to tank. Yeah, it's almost mm-hmm. how Rocky is. It's you got one chance, do it. Yeah, and win. 
No, it's and it's a beautiful story because you fall in love with the character of Rocky. Um, He's innocent. Yeah, and he sees the good in people. He's almost got this childlike awe about him. He he gives the guy that he's supposed to break his thumbs a chance. He you know he sees you know the whole exchange with him and Adrian about how you know I I knew you were the you were the best girl in Philadelphia Mm -hmm. and. You know, just the way he loves animals. There's just so many things to love about this character. He's just kind and pure, and he sees the best in people. So even as Mickey's saying, like, you know, well, I know I never took you seriously because you fuck around with this loan shark, um, you know, and you know, he's making a living. You know, Not a living. it's called yeah, it's called wasting your life or whatever the line is. Um, I really probably should have rewatched number one before <laughs> we did this. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> like, there's so many, there's so many great moments. Um, even that the, all, even no matter, yeah, no matter all the tension between other characters uh, dissolves because Rocky is so pure and good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the priest the is, priest, is like amazing. Before going to a fight, he's like, hey, father, I got to fight. Tonight. He's like trying to explain to him. He's like, I got to fight. Is there anything you can do for me? Like, give me a mm. prayer. Like, I want to win. Yeah. And he does the whole thing out the window. I love when he does that. <laughs> mm. I want to talk about uh, punching the meat because that's become super iconic. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> beating the meat raising yeah i um yeah iconic meat beating in any case um sly actually he punched that meat so much he punched the <laughs> stop laughing at Go me on. Trying, yeah. yeah please continue wait was uh, this in his soft core career before <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About yeah, so yeah. did you stop. fucking come or what yeah <laughs> Okay, he punched it so much that he actually flattened out his knuckles. And even to today, he, he, like if he closes his fist up, it's just flat. It's a mitt. Yeah, it's he's got a he's got essentially a, a, a mitt um, as a result of, of of just like the hours spent beating the shit out of a an animal corpse, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, you know, it just the um, it's such an iconic moment in, in cinema, though. Like, you, you, when you, if you just said to to a layman who's not a uh, boxing fan, and I don't mean layman in like just in all regards, but a bo- a layman to boxing, um, that's what they think of. They think of Rocky. They think of the, the punching the meat, and even in number four, like the logs, you know, jumping in in the snow, and you know, they think of the speed bag scenes where he's like shitty, and then he gets better, and all this stuff, you know. And they also think of that that uh, to the body, to the body from Mickey, you know. And so it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all these things uh, have become part of the collective consciousness, you know. And really, in all seriousness, in a time when boxing kind of needed it, you know. Yeah, it was that gray area, wasn't it? Yeah, like you know, it it was similar to you know pre Tyson in the nineties, you know. Um, There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, like because you know, obviously the the original script was uh, um, kind of devised out of an, an an Ali fight. I can't remember which fight, but yeah, like literally, uh, it was the same kind of thing where he was a good fighter who he was facing, but he was kind of just like a, a he was he was it was a set, essentially a setup for Ali to pad his stats, you know, yeah. and uh, and and you know it was a really good fight and he took him right to the the last round and he eventually Ali knocked him out in the the last round i can't remember who the hell it is which is embarrassing because of the amount of like espn classics that mm-hmm. probably you and i both watch yeah oh yeah i uh i know exactly what fight you're talking about yeah. i just do not remember well the i watched it because all. of rocky yeah 
It's anyway, not that good of a fight. In all no, seriousness, was, he's just Ali pounding was, on this fucking guy for it was the 15 one, rounds. I'm pretty sure it was the was it one or two after Rumble in the Jungle? Yeah, I that, think it's his, two after. Two yeah, after because that, Foreman yeah. after that stopped fighting, yeah, so yeah, he was yeah. out. Ali's fucking old as shit. Frazier and him were on the outs at that point too, right? Frazier wasn't boxing at that point. Yeah, yeah, but even like on a personal level, they were on the outs. Yeah, yeah. We've got we've we've digressed back to boxing, so <laughs> let, let's get back on let's get back on track. Adrian Talia Shire. Oh Incredible. God! Yeah, this woman in this span of her career, three years in a row. She's in the film that wins Best Picture at the Oscars. Now, I understand a lot of people say, well, two of them are brother made. But, like, fuck you. You know, she's still, she's still in Godfather 1 and 2, wins Best Picture, and Rocky, Best Picture again. There's what? something magical about this woman in this era and her energy. Like, again, um, you know, and she's fucking sick for half of this film. Like, she's in real life. She's sick. And, and. You know, she's a talented enough actress that she they end up using a lot of that um, to build her character around, which is so, so cool. It's fragile. Yeah. Angel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really it, it's like if anything was going to show off her acting chops, it was Rocky. Yeah. You don't really get that much when you watch The Godfather and you see her in it. You don't really get her act like her full scale in The Godfather. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just get this whiny little little sister of like uh michael corleone but in rocky you see her like see her progression go from film to film and it's incredible she totally got she she made it a lot better in the rocky films in terms of her choice in men though Mm -hmm. you know in the godfather films like when santino goes after fucking uh, that piece of shit in the first one i was i was like cheering along carlo gets his end yeah at the very end yeah both both sunny and and uh and it's a cold and michael take care of that shit and then you see her in in three whether you think it's a great film or not you see that character come around where she's almost uh the the peripheral head of the family which is mm-hmm. really really interesting to see her take on that role and 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 it does show the body of work that both she w- she was in 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 this era and and that she's capable of now mm-hmm. you know she, she had that small she had a small role in i heart huckabees right or am i just making that up uh yeah it was uh, was it even credited yeah i think so yeah, it was, but it was it was one of those like really small, yeah, like you, yeah, you, you yeah, almost yeah. on credit. Mm. But I think like the funny thing is, I think uh, I was like, holy shit, that's Adrian. Her best, <laughs> I think her, I think her best, best acting that you see out of Adrian, funny enough, is in. I was gonna say five. Oh, I was gonna say three. I was gonna say five. Oh, three. Five. She's on the beach. Oh, just belittling the shit out of him. Yeah, it's like, that's three's great for that. But five, five is because she is trying to save a broken marriage. And the relationship between the, a, a father and a son. Yeah, and but she sees that she's one. She's trying to save her marriage. Two, Rocky is totally neglecting his own son mm-hmm. for this other fucking kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. And not to mention, he's totally punch drunk, taking everything for granted, and she's literally keeping it all together. Yeah, and that. Yeah, but then again, you go to like okay, look at three mm-hmm. or not yet. You look at the beginning of three yeah. and go back to like one and two. Yeah. Like Adrian is this nice, well kept girl from like the yeah. bad side of town in Philly. Yeah. Gets all this money. And then watch the beginning of three. She's all happy. She's, but she's wearing never... the best of things. But it's just like. But I don't think she changes from two where she's apprehensive about all of Rocky's. Yeah, but come three, purchases. though, she's all, about, she's all about the high fashion style and whatnot because, like, my husband makes good okay. money, this and that. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, well, but even she at gets that, grounded I, I, I feel as though that's more. 
more indicative of of her child being in the picture now and i and i can again i can sympathize with that because you know i i've already i talk about my mom all the time i'm i'm the only only child of a single mom i went i had i never went without and like she's wearing the same she's got the same jeans that i had when i was four years old and she's still like wearing oh, don't get now me and stuff like that so i un- that. i understand you know Adrian being more willing to spend with a child in the in the picture because it's a whole different thing. Mm. It's a whole different thing. You want that child to have every opportunity in life. But you know what? You see her progression by the end of three. That her and Rocky are on the same path. It's like we got comfortable. You got beat. Let's pick ourselves back up, and she tries to snap him out of it. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. a testament to her acting. Back like to she the pet snaps shop, him. Back to, yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like that's where you really see Adrian really trying to keep this family together and that's what's i don't know i still love that uh, you know when did you get so tough i live with a fighter like that's that fucking moment on the beach is just and three is just so fucking good it's man. probably yeah. in my mind it's pretty much the only I, i'm not a huge fan of three yeah well we'll get into that oh i can't wait let's talk about apollo oh, oh yeah apollo's the man now when carl weathers came in for a screen test and mm-hmm. again this is not information i had until this morning so uh you know i i don't want to pretend that i did i honestly i read this on ye old internet just the same way as you know um uh, the the dollar figure thing from earlier uh carl weathers straight up uh punched sly in the face in the in this in the uh in the read through um punched him in the face and and you know sylvester sloan's just like you you gotta you you gotta calm down this you know it's just a screen test whatever right um and uh and carl weathers is like well if you had me test with real actors then maybe you know i'd I'd come at it a little different and then alvinson gets involved again and 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 starts laughing and kind of goes he he's playing rocky and and carl weathers just looks at him and goes well, maybe you'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> and right then, and this just shows the humility of Sylvester Stallone and wanting to surround himself with great people, he turns to John Albertson and he goes, we need this guy. And they give him the job in the fucking room. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? Yeah. It's a good way to get it. Like, if I can get a job by punching my boss in the face, I would do it. Yeah, absolutely. And it changed around my interview strategy. Yeah. It's the same as, that was the same with Margaret Robbie on... Uh, on uh, Suicide Squad? No. Uh, oh, the door's open. So here's another train in this episode. Email me. Trains at uh, MoviesRoomMyLife.com. On Wolf of Wall Street, she smacked Leo in the face and then got the job. Yeah. But then again, you need that intent. Like, for Carl Weathers' purpose-wise, you need that antagonist. Like, especially, you need that cocky, top-shot boxer. Yeah. And that's what he showed in that interview. Uh-huh. Well, they tested a lot of actual boxers for that first film as well. And the problem was because they wanted Rocky to be... Um, a heavyweight contender, and this is the problem that, that, and in reality, a lot of the the marquee heavyweights are considerably heavier. Like they sit at the top of that division in terms of weight. Um, and at, but at the time, of course, like the heavyweight bout, it's not like today where, for example, you have like a Mayweather or a Pacquiao. Like those divisions, you know, are, are and and like the speed and the the technique is 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 respected a lot more in those days everything was about the heavyweight championship you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so they wanted him to be a heavyweight and and that's why they they started looking at actors and 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 you know carl weathers in, in a sense is you know he's he's ali 
he's Ali, you know, he's that flamboyant um, guy that everyone loves. Right and in the mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's it's beautiful. And also, again, obviously the name Apollo, like being a Greek god, he's just this specimen. Well, just look at the way he goes to the ring in the first one. <laughs> yeah. He's Uncle Sam coming down with the yeah, nifty yeah, shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's even got the top hat on. <laughs> but come to... He's taking it because he, he's not taking him seriously in one. He doesn't take a, mm-hmm. he doesn't take Rocky seriously at all. But he's, then in, at the beginning of two, he, Rocky comes to his hospital bed and says, "Yo, Apollo, just tell me one thing. Did you give me your best?" And 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 Carl Weathers is like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. But watch how he comes. Watch how Apollo comes to the ring in two. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Focused, ready to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's so interesting too because Duke's t- like Duke is warning the like whole a, first movie about a, about he's a Rocky's, southpaw. He's yeah. gonna he will clip you. Yeah, because and that's one thing that's interesting is is that like in the, in the film and they didn't they didn't do a lot of boxing technique stuff, but like for example, like obviously the nullifier for a, a, you know a southpaw is a good straight right, right? Which you if he was actually training for the fight, you would see him him just exercising that beautiful like straight right, which actually you know Carl Weathers does have, which you see in three or no, he does the overhand right in the painting at the end, but uh, yeah, like really cool. Also the southpaw thing. Does that bother anyone else that he just completely? Like, I I know he's stupid. Like he's not stupid. Rocky is not stupid, but I know he's not a smart man. It, it, you know the southpaw thing th- that he tells Adrian. Is it supposed to be a, a lot? Because we're both lefties. Mm-hmm. Both myself and East are lefties, and uh, that that's completely fucking wrong. Like the term southpaw is a baseball term. It has nothing to do with boxing. So what's, it, your, so what's your question? No, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just like when he explains it. When he explains it to yeah. Adrian, he 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 talks. He's like you know, so pause. Um, it, it, I forget how he explains it, but it's something to do with like when you you know, um, he explains it in boxing terms. And you're, uh, when you have your arm hung, it's you know like pointing to the south or something, yeah. which is not the case. It's because of baseball stadiums. Like when you're pitching, most in the 1800s, they were all when you were pitching, you were facing what uh, you were facing west, so your left hand would be on the south side, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the southpaw. And the thing is, like that term was adopted. It's mostly associated with boxing, like obviously the Jake Gyllenhaal film that just came out. Southpaw. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's not a, a boxing term. And I, you know, no one, no one gives a shit. But um, being left-handed, I was like, "Is that right?" And I looked it up. Like even as a kid, you know, I was curious. And now that we have the internet, I, I can look that stuff up. And it's, it's inaccurate. It doesn't take away from the film. It, I wonder if it almost adds an element of uh, humanity and like a, um, a, a humility to the character that he, he doesn't care about being maybe wrong because like he says a, a lot of things yeah, incorrectly that are like charming an old school mm-hmm. terminology like an old sometimes like you know with sports how they progress like there's old terms that aren't used yeah but anymore. they borrow that from baseball like oh, that's yeah. that's the origin of southpaw that's that's it that's where it's from mm-hmm. yeah I, I i don't know i think he's probably just doing it because he he's yeah, trying to he, flirt with adrian yeah and he had to yeah adrian didn't didn't talk to him yeah. really she didn't talk to him until you put skates on her yeah you know um, so I think he was literally just kind of doing anything, being like, you know where the term ball comes from? Like, it's just, yeah, he's, he's just, just trying to go on a date with mm. this girl that won't give him the fucking time of day. Yeah. Want to see my turtles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Give him a little turtle food. Yeah. Another, and the fact that he goes into the pet store every day to get turtle food, he doesn't eat turtle food, you know, every fucking day, but he just wants to see Adrian. So, again, it's just so beautiful like this. It's like this big, hulking man who can have any woman he wanted realistically, but he chooses Adrian. Yeah. It's a sports movie, but it's got a heart. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like how they're both more mature, and you know that that you know they're they're both thirty and they're finding love at that age, which I guess is is weird in the seventies. It's yeah. not so weird nowadays. Um, you know, pairing off a little bit later. Um, I where are we here? I I wanted I had a thought while you were talking, Nick, and I can't remember. Um, oh yeah. We haven't even talked about Burgess Meredith. Oh, don't even get me started on Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Incredible. This, yeah. You know, this this guy, even, you know, in syndication, the the 60s Batman, we all grew up with him on that. Um, some of the best Twilight Zone episodes, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, you know, that's how I always saw him g- growing up. And I didn't associate Mickey and... Uh, and and those characters like i don't i didn't i never thought of like mickey and the penguin you know as being the same guy yeah, right? well, it's kind of the reverse for me because i'm a little bit younger so i always see burgess Meredith as mickey and then i go back and see 60s batman and see him as the penguin it's like yeah holy shit mickey wow. mickey is pretty mean with an umbrella <laughs> where was that when he was training rocky yeah it could have come like, in handy like yeah, fuck right. the chicken man just hit him with the umbrella a couple times <laughs> can you imagine that he's at the side with the umbrella squirting water in his face <laughs> i gotta get him <laughs> you gotta punch the water drop truck <laughs> <laughs> no yeah he he's such an amazing talent and that scene with uh with him and and rock in in, in rocky's apartment um where rocky like locks himself in the bathroom and and mickey's like you you gotta let me be your your management begs him yeah and then and then uh you know he kind of comes out briefly and mickey's still in the apartment so he goes back into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and then uh mickey leaves and and rocky's just screaming at the top of his lungs which is all ad-libbed um and and just like telling him off and then and then just the uh, you know two seconds later he runs out and hops the the railing and goes down and puts his arm over his shoulder and you know that's such a great moment because again you see the goodness in Rocky, mm-hmm. and you know, and also because, um, you know, Mickey stepped away and and was willing to kind of walk away and be like, it's all right, you know, I should have followed this kid through. You know, I knew he could have been a good boxer, and he, you know, I I chose not to help him because he made bad decisions with his life. You know, he he realized that and walked away, and I I think that that also humanizes Mickey in the sense that like you, you you don't question his intentions anymore. You know that he's got the best intentions for Rocky. It's it goes without saying. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's like Mickey knows this is a picked fight for a fighter and this guy's gonna get beat. Like he's gonna get his ass kicked if he's not trained properly. Yeah. So he steps in almost like a father figure in a way. Yeah. It's like let me train you, let me help you, let me show you because he knows he's not because Rocky thinks it's just a fair straight up fight. Yeah. He's not he's oblivious to the fact that he's Well he thinks when he first goes into that meeting he thinks that he's a sparring partner for Apollo. He doesn't even know that he doesn't have a fight anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the bicentennial, right? Yeah. But it's like Mickey's pretty much protecting him. It's like I will train you to help you beat this guy. Yeah. And just or like, even if you lose, you'll have proper representation, so you can parlay this into maybe making some money out of this. Or you can even make it close enough. Where yeah. It's like we can even get you more fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a proper trainer. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to touch on with one, or can we transition into two a little? Let's bit? talk about Polly and one because we we really we barely touched on Polly. Yeah, yeah. Polly is is just this is weird like, pair, uh, like mixed bag of tricks between like just an absolute sweetheart and just this fucking douche. But look at the relationship between him and Rocky. It's like they're the complete opposites, but like mm. they're the best of friends. Yeah. And I, th- I think- and again, it shows the goodness of Rocky because in, you know later on, I think it's in three where he tells Apollo like you just need like six years to get used to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think what's what's also really kind of I think 
Polly also represents the audience. Yeah. Very much so throughout all the movies. I don't know about three. Three feels like a bit of comic relief. Yeah, oh, very much so. Oh. My, my, no, three has got one of my favorite why... scenes in three. I, there's one scene in three which I love to bits with Polly. Mm. It's when he's fighting Hulk Hogan. Rocky yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderlips. 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 The ultimate uh, and male And Rocky specimen. gets back to the corner. It's like, Polly, I got to take these gloves off. He pulls a switchblade out, yes. flicks the switch. It's like, okay, he's definitely a street tough from Philly. Yeah, yeah, Cuts yeah. the gloves off and then go to town. Like, he already knows. Rocky already knows how to street fight, so go. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Burt Young uh, was an amateur boxer in his youth. Really? Yeah. And, and like, there's rumors it's unsubstantiated, mm-hmm. but that before that that uh, the the like written out fight sequence we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, before he took it back to Carl Weathers and and Albertson, the director, like uh, that he essentially ran it by Burt Young and was like, hey, you know, U box is this this fluid movement, you know, and they talked about some of the you know the combinations and things like that. I'd be surprised. Yeah, you know, it, and it's really. It, that's really cool, and and yeah, he does have an element as much as he's he's a man that's seen better days, and you know, in all seriousness, there there you can see that he is grizzled. You know, he's tough. And the the only reason why Paulie is even close to being a douche is because Adrian is just so good. Yeah, that, you have to balance that, it. That yeah. he just no, but that he he just. You like for him, he looks, he looks at his sister, and he's like, "I am fucking nothing to you." Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. You mm. know, which is why, like, he's come, very jealous. Which he's is very... why comes, which is why comes six. He's like, "I don't have to feel shitty anymore. I was terrible to her." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you oh. had all the good times. Mm-hmm. The one thing I liked about it, I think it was in one where he comes home pissed drunk and he grabs the baseball bat. Or he throws the turkey outside. Yeah, throws the turkey. And out. Then he comes in with a bat and starts tearing the house apart. Adrian's in a room crying. Rocky pretty much shuts him up, like grabs the bat, throws it away from him, and then he just sits there. And mm. then Adrian finally grows a set and just goes at him. And then there's this one scene where he's just sitting there. It's like, you're supposed to take care of me. Like, he's like completely like at wit's end. Mm. It's almost a, it's a jealousy factor. Yeah. It really is a jealousy factor. Mm-hmm. Like, he's it's sad, been jealous man. of him. It's sad. Like, there's this man who's like, he works his whole life and he can't get anywhere. Yeah. He's always at the bottom. Mm-hmm. He's trying his hardest. He can never get there, and he has to watch like his friend, who originally he thought was probably like he's smarter than Rocky, this and that. But look how fast Rocky's taking off. He's got his sister. He's got somebody he loves. Where the hell's somebody that Paulie could love? Yeah. Well, it's- he gets the robot. Yeah. <laughs> Only for like a couple movies, though. Yeah. One movie, wasn't it? One movie, yeah. I like to think it's a couple movies. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, let, well, after we come back from break, we'll get into that because that kid ages like 15 years on a Holy you know, shit like he between does. three yeah, and f- pulls- or between four and five. Reverse, or, uh, reverse as I like to call it, pulling a John Connor. Yeah, pulling a John <laughs> Connor exactly. Um, so you have the great, you know, climax of of, of number two and, and uh, or sorry of number one and number two starts with that again and the the heartfelt moment of. Um, you know adrian and you know uh coming in and it, i think that's definitely the right choice instead of having them be carried off by the fans and then like meet yeah. adrian at the back you got to make adrian the the, the important part tussle their way that. to that to that oh that, yeah that and, ring. and the like, fact that they're fighting through to to get to each other it's <laughs> she's just yeah. like fuck that hat man i don't and need that, a hat yeah. Mark, he's gonna <laughs> buy me like five of those things and that's yeah. what's so great about the first one is that you really 
don't care whether he's won or that he's lost no, the fight. No, because he got the girl. Yes, it's all about the fact that he did it just to prove it to himself, and now he is a centered individual, and it's just... Just wants to be with his woman, mm-hmm. you know. He yeah. just wants to be with this girl, and she realizes that this guy is just following his dreams. And I want to, and I want to be with him, you I know, help him reach that dream. Which is why, mm-hmm. like, and then, <laughs> this is the funny thing. And then two comes along, yeah, very similar sort of story. Yeah, he gets the title, so now as an audience member, you feel like vilified because he. The Rocky's got the belt, it's all and he beats great. Apollo by one second. Like they're one. they're both down. And mm-hmm. and he gets up one fucking second. He beats him. And he that even gets get a up. recurring scene. He stumbles. Scene. Yeah, yeah. He gets to his feet, and then finally, it's so like, the ref just goes over to and Apollo. He, and then he like, out. Yeah, and then he hits his. And he drops to his knees. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Hey, Adrian, I did it." Yeah, and then no, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. then it's perfect. You know what I mean? At home with the kid. Yeah. And then three, it's all about just see. I three is the only one where I don't know what is the moral story in three. Like one and two have a moral story. It's four has a moral one. Three is really? the friendship arc, absolutely. I wouldn't say three is the friendship. It's more of staying grounded and remembering where you yeah, came from. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree that that's he an got imper- loaded with fame. Yeah. No, I, I concur with that. But I, I think... Um, Do you concur? I concur. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was the only one I couldn't find the moral yeah. story in. Cause yeah. I, I don't know. Has... I, th- I think there's a lot of great stuff in that. But, you know, we'll get to that after the break. I do want to touch on the fact that the, the boxing sequence in number two, Sly was hurt for that. He was weightlifting and he was benching like a million pounds or something and ripped a pectoral muscle. Ugh. Yeah. He so, lost that, the, so he lost the titty? Yeah, he lost the titty. Oh. So so that whole uh, that whole second uh, film fight sequence, it's like, you know, every every punch he's throwing, it's like, oh, fuck. You know, uh, and it's 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 a fantastic scene. It took them like eight months to edit the fucking thing or something like that. You probably mm-hmm. know that better than me. I don't recall, but uh, I, I know it's like a long it was, period of it time. It was yeah, I think yeah, it was like a mo- I think it was a month and a half. And they had one to shoot for yeah. It was a month yeah. It was a month and a half for thirteen minutes. Yeah, something a like fight. That. You know, that's how long like that whole epic last thing is. Mm. Thirteen minutes. Fuck. Yeah, sure. and this is the first one that Sly directed, right? Number two. He directed number two, right? I wrote it somewhere. Uh, it should be on this, this, this sheet. Uh, yep, he directed two, two, three, and four, and then John Alvinson comes back for five. Unfortunate, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, movie, but whatever. Uh, yeah, incredible that he like I I pulled a pectoral muscle once using a a cheese slicer. <laughs> my, uh, one of my uh, early early twenty year old university who gives a fuck jobs, Mm-mm. and I like I couldn't even stand up. Yeah, that's like it. It is the most intense and all-encompassing pain that that exists. You breathe, mm-hmm. it hurts. You move yeah. your arm, it hurts. You but at the same time, could you bench like two fifty like, at the time? Well, no, no. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, but but yeah, a rip instead of a pull. <laughs> yeah, considerably. So, yeah, yeah. Worse. Pretty much, You're can you bench right. one guy's, pull? He, he lifted two hundred and fifty ounces. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I was benching 10, 15. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an empty bar. Yeah. 113 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> the um, the Apollo uh, arc in the second one is really interesting, too. Just this man falling apart um, because, you know, there's this balance of people that are saying, you know, you're a chump, you're not a champ. And then the other part of him, like, you carried that guy for 15 rounds, mm-hmm. um, you know, and... Uh, He's he's trying to deal with this and he can't reconcile it. So he's he's got to come back. He's got to give him another shot. And subsequently, you get super fight too. And it's so cool. The other thing that I love about that is the zoo. 
You know, because oh. in the first oh, one, yeah, oh, yeah so you should take your girl to the zoo. Retards love the zoo. How about I break and, your thumbs? Yeah, and then and then in two, he actually fucking takes her to the zoo to propose to her. Yeah, <laughs> there's one thing we haven't touched on, and it's through all the films. The jacket. No, I love sound that tiger effects. jacket, man. The sound effects, yeah, the bar, the, the punches, like oh. those are like the most iconic. <laughs> yeah, sound the sound effect. design is good, really good, especially like, for the era. You could be in another room and somebody have the volume turned up loud, and you can hear the punching, and it's like somebody's watching Rocky. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know, you know the sound of that thud. Oh hey, here's another thing. First movie, um, I, I was reading that in the same fucking the fight sequence when I was reading about the fight sequence, the gloves that they use, they're illegal. I, I don't like they're completely illegal in the U.S. They're not they're not real boxing gloves, but they just looked aesthetically pleasing. So like fuck it, whatever. They were like big, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They were. They were like no, uh, they're sleek. They're really sleek. So yeah. So too thin, too light. Yeah, I, I, what, I don't. The ones in the third or the ones in the first? Dude, I, I I skimmed through this. It was five in the morning when I read this fucking <laughs> article. Do you really have to like call me out on the fact that I didn't read? I know they're illegal. I'm just curious because like they changed the glove design in the third one. They were like smaller, like. Mitts almost. Like MMA gloves. Yeah. Except without the finger holes. Yeah. That did sound pretty wrong. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else we want to touch on with two? Two's, two's a great film. Like you said, you see Rocky mm-hmm. develop the. You, you, you have, uh, you have uh, the Adrian night, pregnant. Uh, the, Ryan, uh, Rocky's the, little naive when it comes to like talking to people. like and Making w- money. When uh, Grazzle goes up to talk to him, he's just like, Ronda, what do you, Rocky, what do you know about. Uh, we know about condominiums. Yeah, yeah. I never used one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's such a good line. And uh, you know the way that it, with the uh, when he's getting out of the hospital when they're he's going to propose to Adrian uh, and and the guys are like, like you should be in ads you know you can make a fortune and he's like well I'll sign it but I gotta go somewhere right now uh, you know like all this so good and those those uh, like he doesn't even know what the hell he's signing yeah those <laughs> sequences um, with just everyone being so mean to him. Um, because of, uh, you know, he can't read that well or whatever. And then you see the perseverance of Rocky where you see him, him that night reading in bed to Adrian and her just being very supportive. And this is why she's just an angel. Yeah. Oh, she's just lovely. the best woman ever. Fuck. This is more of a, t- uh, Tila Shire love yeah. fest right now. <laughs> yeah. She's Talia Shire is like. In that era, she's just like the coolest man. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why another reason why I just I cried, almost cried at the beginning of six. Yeah, when she she doesn't. Yeah, it's it's oh fuck, man! You have this whole you have a whole you have five movies of a guy fixing like falling in love, keeping a family together, everything with this love that his whole being, and then you have a movie where. Everything is gone. Yeah. He's got a restaurant with her name on it. It's everything she worked to keep together. Yes. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a re- and a relationship with his son, which is now strictly up to him yeah. to build. And that is like, fuck. That's why, I don't know. I love Six. Yeah. Oh, I do too. It's oh, great. Six is amazing. Um, second highest rated, I think, on IMDb for sure. It we'll was. Get into, yeah, we'll get into that. Let's take a little break. We'll come back. We'll talk about three, four, five. And six. We'll just mash it all together because we're running bastard. along a little bit. Cool. Um, and then uh, and and get the great all the great villains in, and uh, and maybe maybe talk a little about what, what we're hoping for at a Creed. Maybe not the montages. <sighs> yeah. Oh. oh, that's another thing. There needs to be cheat. There needs to be good music coming in Creed for those montages, oh, man. Great, oh, I'm waiting. For greatest one. music ever in the series. Oh, greatest, yeah. like some of the best film music Free, ever. Three, that's, that's another, we'll get to it. We'll get on it. We'll All get right, it. we're coming right back. <laughs> 
If you have an idea for something you'd like to hear on the show, please email us at show at moviesruinmylife.com or reach out to us on Twitter. And however you're taking part in this episode, please don't forget to leave comments, share, reach out to us so we can keep the conversation going. Okay, so we're back and let's get into all the other Rockies. Holy crap, there's so much material with this. Where do you guys want to kick off? I, I, I guess three makes the most sense. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. <laughs> Clubber Lang. The Eye of the Tiger. Yes, this is the first movie that Eye of the Tiger appears in. Absolutely. And also fucking Carl Weathers says it about eight million times. Just the whole movie, every two seconds. I the tiger rock. I the tiger. You know, he's the going big... to the bathroom. He's like, you keep it in the center. I the tiger. <laughs> he's coaching him through everything. Yeah. And I love the fashion in this with the fucking high cut um, sweatshirts with, oh, the, with yeah. the cut off oh, sleeves. And that's classic. The man. high socks on the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do that no more. No. And two grown men playing in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Mm, tantalizing. Yeah. yeah, how funny was that? Like, back then, you didn't have people being like, well, it's a little homoerotic, don't you think? Well, you know, you didn't have that back then. That was just two fucking buddies Hugging hanging out, out in the water, yeah. Hey, man, he really... Those two guys really must have helped each other out. They're just hugging over there yeah. in their high socks in the water. It's great. Yeah, those Real. two very fit men. That's so masculine. Well, I mm-hmm. wouldn't call it as bad as the volleyball scene from Top Gun. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> that's on that's the edge. right there. Yeah, hanging with the boys. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I often hang out shirtless with my friends, all oiled up, and play volleyball. No, that's never happened. <laughs> that's right, Bran, Dan. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. That, why that, you was, said that was supposed it like to be that, a but... Maverick. Reference. Oh yes, that's right, yes. Ice Man. Yeah, I am dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um. In addition to the fashion in this movie, this movie also has some of the best boxing to this point in the series. You get to see, um, you know, Rocky developing footwork, obviously. Speed, too. Yeah. And and, and you the movie starts off with, with Rocky kind of, it, it shows essentially, you know, he's had 10 title defenses at this point. And, um, you know, it's alluded to that perhaps Mickey is, although they're good fighters, kind of protecting him from some of the... Well, you think, like he even says, like, you got soft. Yeah. Like, look, like at the beginning of the film, Rocky's on the Muppets. And there's Rocky t-shirts. He's got... Yeah, he's on all these Holly magazines. he smashes a pinball machine, which I got to say is a pretty sweet pinball yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he gets arrested... And then you see Rocky, like he's totally different from what he is in the first two. He's, he trains in a hotel. He's training in a hotel, but he's totally different. He's like got a nice suit on. He's got the nice car. Yeah. He's well-spoken. So he's completely, he is soft in the, in the third. He's completely gone soft. He's lost his touch. He's lost his roots. Yeah. And now he has to take on somebody who is hungry as he was in the first two. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I love, I, I do... As much as I have issues with three, I do love the character of Clubber Lang. Like, he's just, at that point, he pretty much is the new Rocky. He's a guy yeah. from the ground going up, and the whole time he's just like, I can, I will, I can bleed you. I can, you are done. Yeah. To a point where he, Paulie is just like, you, you have nothing on this guy. Yeah. And it's so interesting, obviously, like what happens with Mick, and you have that whole heartfelt moment at, um, General. Yeah, and, and and Rocky goes into the ring though, and 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 essentially throws in the towel. Like I, I'm just not doing this. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that that's so interesting 
to see the the first time you get to see a quit an element of quitting in 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 Rocky because you've never seen that before you you almost for the first maybe 30 minutes of this film or a little bit longer actually cuz through the the Apollo training sequences and whatnot um you see this side of Rocky this fearful um uh apprehensive side that you haven't you haven't seen thus far in the series it's and it's I, I don't want to say it's refreshing because it's not. It's actually infuriating in a lot of ways. But I I like where they went with it because, you know, how else are they going to do it? Because if it's just he's not as good anymore. He's already had to change his style of fighting because of the whole eye injury in the second one. Um, you know, so if they just, or, you know, and obviously they go back to it in five with the, uh, the brain damage. Mm-hmm. But the, um, if they just said you got another injury you're going to retire that's you know it's it's it seems disingenuine so i like the idea of of adding a new kind of i have things to lose now like before i was fearless because i had nothing to lose you know i had nothing no one to prove anything to but myself mm-hmm. and now i feel like i have the weight of the world on my shoulders it's such an interesting like he gets take. called out at a press conference in philadelphia yeah. on the steps of the museum as he's getting a statue yeah yeah <laughs> that's a good statue. Yeah. They actually did uh, build that statue in real life. Yeah, that's life. real. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually in Stallone's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at it every morning. Yeah, right. I used to be something. <laughs> no, he's still something. Yeah. If nothing else, he's a producer. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I I also like. We've already talked about Thunderlips a little bit. We've talked about uh, Clubber. Um. I, I love the Apollo relationship we've, we've gone on. This this is what I clinged on to in this um, this movie a lot. And I also love – I really like Duke. I really, really like Duke. Yeah. Oh, Duke was, Duke's amazing. But I, I love where Apollo finds Rocky in the third. Yeah. Like he's broken down. He's back at the old fighting Mickey's gym. Yeah. He doesn't know where to go next. And Apollo and walks in. And then Apollo in. walks in. He says, you lost something. Yeah. You lost it. And I love how he, he, he tells him, I was waiting at your house for an hour, is it? Or mm-hmm. I was waiting at your house for a while. And, you know, I knew Adrian you thought here. you might be here. But, like, it just shows, it, it shows a humanity to him, you know. But he even um, tells him, he's like, you had it when you fought me. I had it years ago. You yeah, lost it. Yeah. Like, I lost it. We got to get it back. Yeah, we gotta get back. And then they where does he where do they fly off to again? What is it like Chicago? They take him to Detroit. I thought I thought he was you know it's California. Oh, yeah, yeah him out of the mean streets yeah, of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we can't stay at a good hotel. <laughs> Fucking Polly. Yeah, I don't think it's L.A., but I I, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Somewhere where around in California. Either. Yeah, but it's definitely in California. It's really and it um, takes him to like this underground gym where it's like this is where I started. Yeah, it's like see all these guys rock. They're yeah. like you. Yeah. Look at their yeah. eyes. What do they what do they got? Yeah. Eye of the tiger. Again. <laughs> but um and it's interesting too in that scene Burt Young has that exchange with uh well both I guess both uh Sly and uh Tally Shire where they're talking about um he says like I don't have I I don't like these people or something like that and and then Rocky goes, Maybe these people don't like you either. What did they got against me? Yeah, yeah, what did I do? It's like you just said you're basically a racist, <laughs> and now you're upset about them being, you know, prejudiced against you. It's so funny. And it's Pauly such get, a good exchange. Paulie gets his though. He gets yeah, pushed yeah. to the pool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great with scene with a cigar too. in the mouth too. That's the best part. Yeah, and we already talked about the beach scene. The beach scene is is great with Adrian and uh, where he quits in the race with Apollo, and then Adrian just 
you know, gives him exactly what he needs. And it's that support system that the two of them have built that you see going back and forth between the films and continues on right through to five, like you were talking about. It's almost East. as though you see Apollo almost quit on him. Like, yeah. when he just gives up running, Apollo starts flipping Yeah, he out. says, it's over. It's over. If yeah. you can't do this, it's done. You can't go any further than now. You have to keep pushing. It's interesting, yeah. So he pretty much quit on him. And then it's like, okay, you beat me in a race. And let's go play in the water, and we're going to go fight Clubber Lang after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you owe me a favor. He keeps alluding to the favor that he owes him, right? And then one, yeah. Which is pretty funny scene. But that end. fight yeah. alone was the incredible. The fight is amazing in like, this film. It's, it's it's my favorite. Well, it's not my favorite because obviously the first one's super emotional. The second one, he wins the, for the first time, so there's a connection first one there. You see Rocky taunting an opponent to hit him. Yeah, but just he comes out with that jab and he comes out with speed and all these things that you know you saw start with Mickey and now have, have reached a new level with Apollo. And you know you see if he had, he had continued through and Duke and if you he continued through that grit. You know, and, and the way he and you know, the chasing the chickens and so forth, and 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 started to con- or continue developing his skills. You know how amazing, like this never would have happened. You know, was, um, and, you know, I I I absolutely adore that 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 fight. It's so it's so well choreographed, and it's so, um, it's emotional, but, just as much as 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 one and two, and ironically, like you know. IMDb has this film really low. I don't have it in front of me, but I know this is like 67 or, or 6.7 or something like that. Here it is. Uh, Rocky 3, 6.7 on IMDb. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's just barely certified fresh. But that the the ending is the redeemer for the film in a lot of ways for me. The fight sequence is what that film is about. And it's, and, and, you know, it's my first exposure um, as a child to, to kind of what real boxing looks like, you know. Mm-hmm. So just look at Rocky's corner though. It's like you talk about emotion in the ring. It's like look at Duke and mm-hmm. Paulie and even Apollo. They're flipping out in the corner. Like get yeah. out of there. Like you're yeah, when he picks them up and throws them into the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then they find the bell rings. A fight almost breaks up between Apollo and Glover, and then they get back in the corners. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing? You're taking shots. Like, no, look at him. He's getting tired. Yeah, and he starts taunting him. Starts oh, taunting that's him. so fucking good, man. Because he knows he's got the st- he's got more stamina than him. Because he can yeah, take but the even at that, like Apollo alludes to, if he can't get it done by the eighth, like when he's talking to Duke and he's watching the tape, if he can't get it done by the seventh or eighth, like Rocky's gonna be gassed too mm-hmm. and it's so cool that he, he knows that clubber is gassed he's been hitting the body he's been nailing that jab and he, he you know and he's developed a really good like uh, a really good uh right hook in that uh, you know uh, comparative to the early oh, films absolutely. like it looks more like boxing it looks more like boxing absolutely so you know it, it's it, it's really interesting wa- watching you know the footwork and everything and thinking like oh, okay this guy's a real but fucking like, fighter now jabs and he knows like- tight like you can just yeah see yeah him, yeah, like, yeah. On, and you see him just you. like the way like a mayweather or something like that just gasses like guys a, with just like punches and bunches you know like little speed punches in and out like in and yeah out, it's in like out, this is how this, this got me excited about boxing like this film is the one that you know as much as the first two it's like uh, it made me love rocky it made me love the story and all that stuff but this one is you know that end sequence changes everything for me at least and for a lot of young men probably in all seriousness and you know uh it, that like this is this is this is like a dance. This is beautiful, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sweet science. And when he wins, it's like that he does that jump up and then lands directly on his, on knees. his knees. It's like, oh, this guy just has like the greatest feeling in the world. It's like, I don't even give a shit if I destroy my knees right now. I'm just going up like, yeah. yes. I also love the definitive win because the thing is if he doesn't, like he throws in the towel in the first fight. Mm-hmm. 
and then it, it you know after getting mashed the fuck up by clubber so oh, if he absolutely. doesn't yeah if he doesn't win definitively and that's brilliant writing on sly's part as well um if he doesn't win definitively you, you got to have another fucking rematch and then rocky 4 is fucking clubber again and you're just you end up in this rut where it's like two film story arcs to do everything and and, and subsequently they they make it uh into a decisive win they show they expose the weakness in clubber and and in that kind of build a, a really close bond between him and Apollo. Oh, absolutely. You know. What's also great too is that uh they yeah, they build, you know, Clubber laying up as you know, like the boxer and everything like that. But even just the casting in that, mm-hmm. they got it says, you know, we grew up with fucking Mr. T as Mr. T. This movie says and introducing Mr. T. Because at this point in in like Hollywood history all Mr. T was was a security guard was security for Michael Jackson mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was a bouncer. Yeah. That was it. Which is so interesting because of course like Rocky in the first film Sly was an usher. He's making 36 bucks a week or something like that. Yeah. Uh you know and and he gets the starring role so you you know you get Mr. T out of this film again kind of the And then look where look at Which him. is why yeah. like you could almost like you almost can root for Mr. Teak a little bit because he's so very much he's, – he's Rocky 2.0, le, like legit. Yeah. Get him. You know? He's and uh, Yeah, but that fight is great. The only – my the only – the big qualms I have with three is that's when you really see those movies turning into a fucking franchise. The first – Well, he inte- – when he wrote three, before you go into it, and I know what you're saying. Yeah. But when he wrote three, he intended it as a bookend. Like oh, yeah. three was it? Three was it? Like them, like them backing up dump trucks on money at his fucking house got number four made. Like True. he envisioned it as a three part series. Oh. Once they got two, he wrote two and three because that's how he wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, I but the but idea three... of just Rocky fighting a Russian got four made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But three, like which it, we were going to get into. It's it's all it starts off with a montage. Yeah, you know, and it's just all like here's the hit song and. Here's all just commercial and Rocky's yeah. fucking rich and it, a lot of that heart. Rocky gets as a much motorcycle. As, as much as Polly gets a robot. As much as we like, yeah, Polly gets a robot. Like we talk and discuss about how, like, yes, it's still very rooted in the characters, but yeah, it's very, it's a very glamorized version of mm. this very of this love story. Innately, it's a love story. Uh, you yeah, know, of this very dark. Yeah, you know raw film mm-hmm. it's now this huge blockbuster so three ends with the the iconic um you know third kind of off the books uh scrum between and we Apollo don't see anything and uh and rocky and just that classic like it, it you know the painting that it, the still it goes to at the end where rocky's coming with the you know his left and and apollo's coming over the top with his right and just that iconic image, and that's the fight starting. The next movie, you know, does the replay like it always does, the recap of the last film, so that people who haven't seen the last one can kind of get on board this moving train. And then it, you, you get, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. You going to ring the bell? Yes. Ding. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, um, and you get into you get into four and Rocky. He, he drives up to the house. And sorry, Polly. I guess Polly gets the robot in four. We keep saying Polly gets the robot in three, but he gets it in four. Yeah, his birthday party. Yeah, his birthday party. So he shows up. Rock shows up for the birthday, and he's coming from that fight. So the chronology's attached. They're attached, and uh, you know the the kid comes out and 
you know, uh, set, he's got the fucking camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, where'd you get that hat? And it's like, from a friend. Where'd you get that black eye? Same friend, you know? And um, and then, you know, obviously Polly gets her blah, 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 blah. And can we skip ahead? Is it all right if we skip ahead to when Apollo sees this fucking oh, this beast rad. of a Russian on oh, TV? Absolutely. Dolph Lundgren. Oh, PhD. God. He's yeah. yeah. So this is where I can actually come into the conversation. <laughs> I I honestly I haven't even seen three, so this was all this whole conversation yeah. should have been like spoiler alerted for me. Which is interesting because now yeah. you see all the context of the, yeah, the, the third yeah. one, right? But um, uh. Dolph Lundgren is incredible. He is oh, such a good he's perfect. enemy. He's a machine. And he, he, he got the role, like, coming to an open casting call. <laughs> yeah, like, amazing. Like, and, you don't even think of it. Like, if you look at the guy and somebody said, that guy's got a PhD. Full of shit. Look it up. Oh, he's a, a genius. Oh, absolutely. It's a great... Uh, and they wrote it into his Expendables character. Yep. Yeah. It's a great uh, juxtaposition of... of um, he, he, you know, I mean, I mean, just like, um, just like you saw in in kind of the the Cold War era with um the the kind of attitude. I mean, granted, we're only seeing the Western version of it, so yeah. you know, it's a little bit um kind of reminds biased, me of but the, the hockey series, like the Canada, what is it, the Canada sixty seven series, or yeah, yeah. series, mm-hmm. Canada versus Summit Russia, series, it's, yeah. yeah, the Summit yeah, series, yeah. I mean, over all Henry. over there, mm. um, they were they were creating these these uh these uh sports figures really i mean they were they were taking people who showed promise and just putting the focus yeah just laser focusing them into this discipline to make them the absolute best that they possibly could yeah america was still very much like you know if you want to succeed you gotta just work your hardest like Mm -hmm. like they you know they weren't really um manufacturing yeah it's interesting uh it kind of echoes very closely the space race doesn't it yeah you know it's really cool that's 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 why rocky four legitimately is the cold war man yeah Yeah. watching that movie is it it's the cold war and shortly after you know the wall it only took you know about maybe four or five years and that wall came crumbling down yeah (laughs) so thank you sly for ending, for, for ending what's the um what's uh the wife's name oh her name yes we were talking about this a little bit earlier yeah remember. yeah 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 the um, um drago's wife drago's wife oh shit i can't even remember she because she dated flavor flav for a while oh, right? yeah 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 bridget nielsen, bridget yes, nielsen yeah. yeah what a knockout <laughs> In those she, days, oh yeah, oh man. my god, she was. A, it was after the. It was after this movie when, like, I think her and Stallone were banging because after this, and he's like, he's like, he's like, why don't you come over with me and we'll do Cobra? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's right. She was in yeah. Cobra. Way yeah. of the New World. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, she was. That's all I have to say about her. Right. I just wanted to know her name. Moving along. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's get to Apollo. Yeah, the Apollo death, and now with the with the. You got to see three now, Devin, because now you understand where why it's so emotional. Because you've just built this new relationship, and you you know, so Apollo fights, and we've already talked about living in America, the the elaborate scene, and all this stuff, and 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 Rocky, you know, maybe you should just you know postpone it, all of this, and and of course, you know, if the legendary, if he dies, he dies, line, right? I just love it when the stage is coming up. You got Drago in the middle of the ring. Yeah, he just doesn't completely. give a shit what's going on. And then you're seeing everything come around him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there he is mm-hmm. on a giant bull's head, which is the most American thing apparently in the 80s. Who knows? Wasn't it an elephant head? No, it was a bull. 
Are you sure? Pretty sure it was a bull. I feel like it was an elephant because that legitimately is a an American thing. Elephant? Yeah, Republicans, right? Uh. Is it Republicans or Democrats have the elephant? Oh, I'm Canadian. So I, I do yeah. think I think it was a bull. I, oh, you think, think it was I a bull? Because okay. he had like steam coming out of his nose, and then all of a sudden, James Brown. Yeah. I I love. Okay, the, I stand corrected. I love that too. Another kind of um, uh, Soviet versus U.S. Uh, kind of kind of juxtaposition there of, of just like the whole the spectacle feeling of the yeah like the america's all about like rah, you know rah. here's how you win you win with spirit and the soviet union is just like you win with sure with power. like death thousand yeah. psi punches that's how you win actually <laughs> making this guy a human machine yeah yeah Juice him. <laughs> that's the funniest thing like the whole training sequence Drago shows no emotion whatsoever. Like he's doing pretty much every training known to man. The only time you see any pain in him during the training sequence is when he's taking a needle in the, the leg. Injection, yeah. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Which is he he's juicing, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then you know, and then Drago, you know, uh, kind of foreshadows in real life the you know, Klitschko's <laughs> who then just you know how it's been now 15 just to really talk boxing for a second here it's been what 17 years and the titles have not been unified 15? yeah yeah it's fucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> although he's an amateur champ he's not a uh he's not late you know they don't have professional boxing at that point in time in, in this in, in this world in any case but so get to the fight yeah so so apollo uh, apollo dies you get that great funeral sequence it wasn't even that it's the fact that he tells rock Whatever you do, don't throw. Don't stop the fight. Don't yeah. stop the fight. So Rocky honors his Duke last is, wish Duke and lets his friend him. die almost. You Duke know? is pretty much begging him. Throw the towel. Yeah, he's losing his shit. As he's standing there getting and pummeled. That, yeah. And his and poor then, wife is sitting in the crowd. It's like, you had one fucking job to do. Yeah, throw the you towel. Had one job. And you couldn't even do it. Well, it was your husband's last wish. Fuck his last wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, At least he could have been a vegetable. <laughs> if you stopped at one punch, he could have been the Stephen Hawking. Is that Hawking any better? Like that's the thing. He could have like, been the Stephen Hawking. Fucked boxing, up. Like okay. it's pretty clear he's hemorrhaging before that. Like it's acted out. Yeah. Carl yeah. Weathers is acting out a brain hemorrhage yeah. on screen. So what if he has a? He gets to have the robot as his voice and wheel <laughs> Dude, him around in a wheelchair. Dude, that's not how it works. He, yeah, man. He's, he's you know he's on he's on you know life support. To go with point. the theme of case, the to go with the um, theme of the movie, there is no easy way out. No. There is no shortcut home. You either die fighting <laughs> or maybe you win. Roll the music. <laughs> um, let's let's get moving, though, because uh, we're dwelling on four, but it, it's good. Um, funeral sequence, which for some reason, all these people that love Apollo. Rocky's been his bud for like a fucking week. He's the only one there. And, and he's the one that's giving the, the eulogy. But he never really knows someone. Yeah, there could have, there could have been ten people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Duke should have gave them um, a eulogy. I just asked Frazier about Ali, right? Word. Um, but uh, yeah, like Duke's losing his shit. He's just like falling apart, and that's why he agrees to train Rocky because it's you know he's it's the only family he's got left, and it's like that you're you're the last remnants of Apollo that I have, you know. Um, his training sequence is incredible. Yeah, and l- so let's get to the let's get to this beautiful let's get to training our sequence. Hearts on fire. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, you know the the Soviet guards chasing or er, following him in the car. Only and- bitching about they got my comic books here. <laughs> yeah, man, he's got the beard and he's in the woods. Yeah, Pulling and a it's cart. so funny because he's kind of winning over the people of this small village, which is with the goodness in him, you know. Yeah. 
and he's, he's making do with what he has. Like he's mm-hmm. got pretty much rocks, and that's it. Yep, rocks yep. and rope, and he's making do. Well, he has the speed bag, and he has um, he has a he has a heavy bag. Mm-hmm. So, but he literally beats you know, yeah, like, like all this advanced I, I, science. Ivan with the roots of his own country. <laughs> yeah, you know, There's, no, it's is true. another thing that's so. Which is pretty like, cool about you, What, you didn't lift that log that's just in this field over here? You're in Russia. Just yeah. grab the log. There's a small scene during the training sequence, and it's Duke playing chess with one of the Russian guards, and he beats him. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. And it's just like, you see this Russian's face, like, what the there's a, There's a deleted scene where actually the guard gets up and shoots Duke in the leg. You know, no, it's, it doesn't actually happen. But that yeah, was, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" Whoa. <laughs> I feel like that took that seriously. I'm would like, it, would wow. have stopped the music in that montage? And all of a sudden, Rambo kicks the door in, and there we well, go. Well, yeah, in number two, actually, there's 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 alluding to Rambo. There's actually a, a line where one of the the announcers calls him Rambo instead of Rocky, which Rambo <laughs> hadn't even come out yet. So it's so mm-hmm. funny. There's all these little things. And uh, they allude to first blood. He's got to draw first blood. Yeah. Or no, it's three. It's three. I'm sorry. It is three. That that all of that shit that I just said happens. It's also also interesting. Um, uh, what you're saying about how you know Rocky winning over this this small village. I mean, the Soviet Union for all of its power was very like it, it was a uh, uh, you know an empire held hostage basically. I mean, these people were. I Ivan Drago. You know, granted, he he, he was you know he was proud of where he came from but he couldn't get out like that's just what he has to do no I and think, and yeah. whereas rocky is is choosing to be here yeah he's choosing to, yeah, to fight this drago i don't the the fascinating thing about drago as a villain is they literally he is a she is a shell of a man yeah mm-hmm. you know he is a straight up brainwashed he comes to life at the end machine. yeah oh yeah you and know. let's get to that fight. Let's do it right now. Let's go on. It's I I, I, Round mean, one. I haven't seen three. I haven't seen three, but this fight is amazing. Look I at don't the even size like difference boxing. on them. Yeah, like this is jumping this to get is, a shot in on his well, head. Well, this fight in a lot of ways harkens back to one and two, where Rocky just takes a bajillion shots right to the fucking head and just keeps coming. And as much as that's kind of in a lot of ways unrealistic. It, you know, it, it's perfect for the character because it... David versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, they it, even say that, I think, in... The, you have the two ringside yeah, announcers, yeah, yeah, they yeah. even say it. You get that You get that feeling right off the bat of like, oh, can you do it? Like, there's, yeah, there's yeah, like, like a you're really worried. You're legitimately hit, worried. Like, early yeah. on where it's like, oh, God. Like, How's he getting this, this out of this really one? Rough. And it's interesting because I had caught up at this point. Like, I yeah, before, I, I think I watched all of these. I didn't even know about Rocky Five. I think I watched all of these movies, all of these movies for the first time, um, like 1990 or 1991. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if, like, I know that... Uh, five came out in 90 right but i don't i don't remember no like i thought like oh fuck this is the end of the series like you know I, you know he's fucking dead he's gonna I, die yeah <laughs> like, i was i was in the same boat because i my my parents were diehard rocky fans so when five came out i was like what about five literally everyone in my whole family was like you don't have to watch five i didn't watch five until i was like 17 18 on my own time yeah because Nobody in my family would watch it with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But sad story. Yeah. Do you want to go into five right now? Yeah. Oh, you want to just push uh, it? Uh, uh, let's let's let Devin have his moment in the I sun. I wanted though. to just clarify one thing about the the whole Soviet Union thing that I that I said earlier. It's yeah. like 
Uh, Ivan Drago is a hero to his government. Yes. Uh, Rocky is a hero to his people. Yes. yes. And that's yeah. that serious fucking. Yeah. That's yeah. Which Rocky is why it isn't a soldier. They're yeah. both they're both proud, but one of them is really only you know he's he's only serving uh you know the purpose of of his the ruling class, whereas Rocky is mm. is serving yeah and and so that's where he really connects with the. Yeah. You know, with even the people of this other country that are, you know, that are half his, of them are standing enemies. while he's beating like their countrymen <laughs> and like they're plotting for Rocky yeah. and chanting for Rocky, and the higher powers that be are getting pissed. Like, what the fuck, yeah. man? That's yeah, what, that's what's very power, especially at that ending. You know, like we we make fun of it because he's like, you know, you're friends with me and I'm friends with you. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> people are people. Why can't we just be friends? You know, like <laughs> it's like we make fun of it. You know, I, true. I I joke around saying like that scene ended the Cold War, but fuck, like yeah. to be fair, it's it's it was, very human. You, you didn't. There were no movies coming out on either side of the border that was really pushing something that kind of political, and it happened to come out in fucking Rocky <laughs> Four. You yeah. know, yeah. But yeah, okay. on to five. On to five. five, and five and six. Let's, five and six. Because five we're going to talk about five for like three seconds. Yeah. There is really one thing about five that I enjoy. Like, they got right. It's the whole concussion aspect of yeah. the sport. He's punched That drunk. was a yeah. huge thing, like, for a sports movie to, like, recognize, like, you can get injured and this is how. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you love, you're a big proponent of the street fight sequence oh. and that being the crescendo of the film. He does a straight up uppercut onto Tommy Gunn and onto the hood of a car. Yeah. <laughs> Even Polly gets in on it. Yeah, that's right. That's Even right. Polly yeah, gets yeah. in on it. It's like, Rocky doesn't have to do shit. Like, Polly's the street fighter out of all of them. Yeah. I, you just expect him to come running out of the alley with a fucking chair or a garbage can or something like, yeah. you know, like pro wrestling yeah. style. I like as well, like you you were saying earlier, the whole rags to riches to rags yeah, story, yeah, yeah. which is very true of a, of a lot of those guys. I mean, they they get mm-hmm. used to this lavish lifestyle. Nobody nobody's telling them the truth. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's you know everybody's kind of sugarcoating it for them. They'll have a proper accountant. And, yeah, 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 and they're and they're going to hit a point where it's like you you know you're not uh, fighting these these big big title fights. You're not yeah, yeah, making yeah. this money anymore. But Rocky didn't lose the money. Um, Paulie lost the money. Well, yeah, lost the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it goes. Somehow, and he still right? loves it. Wasn't him. that? It was but he something... still kept the old house. That's the that's the that's, one thing yeah. I do truly enjoy. Is like after all these years, he He's kept that old, old house, house. <laughs> just like the Morris or just like the Smiths. Yeah, song. I uh... oh, never want to go back to Whoa. the old house. Woe is Morrissey. Um, <laughs> so the one thing I liked about Five, which I will touch on again, still is uh, Adrian and how. She is really just trying to keep this family together. Yeah, uh, I like that. And her like mutant, quick aging kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I really, I really do feel that. Uh, so Rocky Five was supposed to end with Rocky dying at the end of it. They were supposed to kill Rocky, which would have been, yeah, it would have been like a darker ending. But like just like a bus runs by as the street fight clears out, and he yeah. just runs over Rocky. That's one of the things I like. It's Adrian's on the. Like, it, it would be like in real life, like a street fight breaks out, and you have the wife on the front porch yelling at yeah, her husband. Yeah, like get the fuck back in the house. You can't fight anymore. It's like hitting Rocky. the other guy with the broom. But it's also, but it, but it would also be a really, a really telling story and a real story of a boxer that you grew with, and that's what. You know, is very it's a very sad and important story to tell. Yeah, you know that yeah. these these gladiators at the end have still have nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, which is what makes 
to to to, to, to move into it, Rocky Balboa is like a nice little cherry on top to that franchise. Is everything that went wrong in five got fixed got fixed in six, almost to a point where you can just watch one and then go right into six, yeah, and absolutely. feel just as good about it. Absolutely. Yeah, like Spider Rico sitting in the restaurant. Yeah, right, doing dishes <laughs> for him for free. Yeah, right, like. You know, hey, Spider, what are you doing here? Hey, last time you talked to me like that, you got a right hook to the face. And there's both him and Spider Rico begging to get paid at the beginning of Rocky 1. And yeah, there he didn't, is. Didn't Spider make like 17 bucks or something yeah, like that? And, and, then, and then right before his fight, you know, against Dixon, he's, you know, he's the minister yeah. beside Rocky giving him the prayers. Yeah. You know? And with them, like with the towel around him even mm. leaving, you know? Rocky Balboa, I really uh, put, is, has, holds a place in my heart. Because absolutely me too oh, he here. just it's about a guy who again you know he had you watch all the other movies rags of riches all that and then now he just he doesn't want to f- even have a huge fight with a guy due to a whole you know robot computer generated thing mm. he just wants to fight because that's all he knows how to do yeah he knows yeah. how to punch meat and he can't even punch meat anymore because you know Polly retired, and then he goes in there with that big piece of meat and the bottle, Polly, and then turns on the TV. Polly you know? got forced into retirement. They pretty much just cut him loose. Which like, is here's, your, here's your uh, here's your last thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is what's even it's a sad story. So like sad about we've been Polly. ripping we've been ripping on Polly this pretty much entire discussion. But you feel so bad for Polly when yeah. it comes to Balboa, especially because. Like, Rock wants to relive all his memories with him and Adrian. Adrian, And yeah. he drags, drags Polly with them. He drags into, like, the, the, the rink. And the rink is this demolished. And yeah. There he is, crying. And reliving. It's like he's, like, <laughs> and he literally just takes his bottle and says, I can't do it anymore. It hurts. Yeah. She was my sister, too. Like, you and don't I realize like that. shit. Yeah. I, like, you remind me that I treated her like shit in these old days. Yeah. And then and he, you feel for him. Yeah. And then he goes in there in the, in the meat plant when Rocky's even just walk. He, Rocky goes up to his son and goes, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about boxing yeah, you know, and, uh, locally yeah. and he's like dad i think something's wrong with your head i don't think you need to prove anything to anybody yeah. goes to paulie and there's paulie painting at work or on the midnight shift where there's no meat so you get a you get a taste of what the economy's like even at the current time and whatever else yeah and there's paulie painting this picture and says to him he's like rock i can't even go through the i can't train you right now he's like this is all i got left yeah you know this is my, this he's my like, job what, is what all you, i have well can you come watch me train he's like yeah, sure, I'll go watch you train. Mm. And then Rocky then leaves defeated. Nobody is, again, supporting him in the one thing that he wants to do. And then Paulie loses the one thing that he loves. And that's why he's forced to even help yeah. Rock. I love the relationship between Rocky and his, and his son as well. Like, starting off and, and, and almost his son living in his father's shadow. He walks into the office where his son into the lobby where his son works and everyone's like hey rock you know can i get an autograph blah 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 mm-hmm. and he's he's just there to talk to his kid and he, but he's a nice guy so he's signing away and whatever this and it's very good with people yeah <laughs> and and his his son is is um i don't think jealous is the right word um but he, he's sick of living in his father's shadow and it's so interesting that you have this double character arc because it's his son um reconciling the what's more important my last name being balboa and me being recognized as rocky's son or the the fact that i love my dad and that i want to have a relationship with him Mm -hmm. um and and you know that that balance out i also love little marie coming back and her kid it's so Mm -hmm. good and it's such a great way to put a little bit of great female and 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 energy wow how am i having that much trouble saying that word um into the into the film Without kind of ruining 
you know, a five a film bit. arc yeah. of this amazing love story. Mm-hmm. So you have you have Marie and just again just Rocky being a good man, mm-hmm. you know. And then even with uh, even Duke comes back. Yeah, Duke, yeah. Duke is great and again. He even in this tells film. him he's just like you're not going to beat him with speed. You're too slow. So we, so we need, need to get you. We need to make you powerful. Like we need to like you got to like, when you when you land a hit, it's got to hurt. Yeah, bones. We need old good old bone rattling hits. Yeah, I yeah, think man. The one line out of Balboa that sticks with the whole theme of the whole movie yeah. is what he says to his son. It's like life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's gonna beat you till your knees. Yeah, it's that's not such about, a great moment. It's not about how hard you hit. It's a, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get, get hit, hit and keep keep going. going. Yeah, yeah. So that's how winning is done. I'm getting fucking goosebumps. Man. Yeah, I man. love that line. Yeah. It's so good. And and a great thing as well is that both Adrian and Rocky's son is everything that Rocky is not. Yes, and that is everything he ever wanted out of his son. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and, that, and and his son doesn't see that at the beginning of the film. And, and at the end of the film, he son. sees, like... Yeah, even the one argument he gets with his son, he, he's not mad at his son for choosing the life he's that he did. He's not mad at him at all. He's, the only time he is mad at him, though, it's, is, it's, is for the sheer yeah, fact that he, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, I fucking raise you to just... To be better to than To be me. better than... The, not even, yeah, he's being well, belittled just, by his boss, just and to, his boss goes Just to be a strong person, to not let anyone ever knock you down and look at you. You got this guy... Who fucking belittles you and then sees me and then comes right over and then decides yeah. to take a picture? Fuck that, dude. Yeah. And then the next scene, of course, you know, his brother or sorry, his son, uh, you know, quits his job. Yeah. I also love that Rocky hides that chair in the branch of uh, at Adrian's gravestone yeah, 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 yeah. that he takes down. And he just takes to down sit- every time, sit there and talk to her. Yeah, like that's very. Uh, he's just so fucking real. Yeah, he's such a real dude. You know, Antonio Tarver. The uh, the boxer in this film yeah. plays Mason Dixon. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm surprised at how fucking good this guy is. Oh, absolutely! Like this guy hasn't. He, he's not an actor. He's a boxer. He's a high level boxer, and um, you know he he's he's almost put in this real comical world. In all seriousness, like mm-hmm. you know, just this um super elevated version of Tommy Gunn in all seriousness where he's just like spoiled and and whatnot and he, and his but yet what you see like his his motivation is very similar to Apollo in number 2 that's yeah that's and that's what, what really makes it so him. yeah exactly so you, you as much as you're like man this guy's an asshole on, on some you know at some points in the film you you do totally feel for him cuz it's like this guy I you know he drives up to the gym late at night to wake up his old boxy trader who's yeah. sleeping in the fucking gym like Paulie was. Yeah. You know, just to be like, how come everybody hates me? And they're like, they hate you because you, like, you have no compassion and there's no grace in what you do. Yeah. You know? And he and he gets his old manager back just to teach him that grace and that yeah. class. And it's just, it's it's despite great. he has all the talent in the world, and, and in all seriousness, he is a very real human. Mm-hmm. But the way that he's perceived is the way that you perceive him in the early stages of the film. And it's so cool to see that that transformation happens along with Rocky's. There's so many great character arcs in this film. And then obviously the, the exchange at the end where they hug and like, you're a great fighter and all that shit. Like, cause it, like you, you know, see this fighter, yeah, he's got his see, entourage yeah, living in see, excess. I mean, he leaves. Yeah. He leaves a party that he's throwing, sits yeah. in his car and turns the radio on and listens to sports radio and to hear what the hell's going on. Yeah. And then finally realizes that, and then goes and talks to his former mentor. It's like Yeah. And and you know, to go back to the end of the fight, just you you, you get that fulfillment mm-hmm. of um 
you you finally get for the first time you get Mason Dixon wearing his heart on his sleeve, mm-hmm. you know, and showing like a fighter's respect and like both exactly. of them standing tall in the ring as though nobody won, nobody lost. It's like they both prove something to themselves. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. It is a beautifully written movie. Very underrated, in my opinion. Well, yeah. it's the second highest rated on IMDb. Um, where are we on Rotten Tomatoes? It is at seventy six percent. So it's also the second highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, monetarily speaking, it only uh, it was made for twenty four million, grossed one hundred and fifty five, a little more than one hundred fifty five million worldwide, um, and it was made for you know, like I said, twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's technically the the second lowest grossing film at the box office. Now, obviously, DVD sales, VOD, et cetera. Well, I remember when this came out. Like, I went mm. to go see this on my 16th birthday. Yeah. And Well, you're Italian. I, I didn't really take it. <laughs> oh, thanks. I didn't really take it seriously. I'm like, oh, it's another Rocky movie, like another money grab. Yeah. Like, at first I watch it. I'm like, you give it the first watch. You're not really – you're just like at that mentality. The background's like – Oh, no, Rocky man. Movie. I was in. Like, two minutes yeah. into this movie. A couple of years later, I watch it. I just sit down – by myself, not a whole theater full of people. I'm watching on my own. And it's like you get a real sense of appreciation because this was more hard and story than one, two, three, four, and five combined. Yeah. Yeah. I man, I remember when I saw when I saw Rocky Balboa, I saw it at the Eglinton Town Center in Scarborough. And I went with my uh brother's like he's kinda like my to go go all Italian. He's kinda like my family's uh council yay, this guy Khaled. Yeah. You know, he's from Lebanon. Yeah. Yeah. And um so I went with him to go see this movie, and I, I almost left crying uh, in the theater just because, like, fuck, I was having issues with my dad at did this you, point. Did you sit on your junk or something? Close. No, I was just, I was, you, you know, you're going through some shit. I haven't, oh. I was having issues with my dad at this point. So here's Rocky trying to fucking go after his son, yeah, and yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to fucking relate to my dad, and then all this shit, and it's just very. And age, not to mention Adrian's dead, so all this guy has in his life is literally the bare-bone things that he has in front of him, which is a restaurant named Adrian's, his yeah. old stories, and his son, who really, at the beginning of the movie, wants nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, at the end of the movie, he's walking, they're saying the scores, and he doesn't even give a fuck. He's already halfway out the door when they're like, you know, it's a split decision, and by third decision, you know, Dixon! You know, and he didn't even care. He says even like in the last hit that he does yeah. when he's getting up, it's all about, uh, you know, just fucking coping with life and like those tiny things and being with his son. And that's why he can walk out the door just like in the original Rocky. Yeah. And it's two people that have fixed their relationship and are moving on to something greater. Yeah. So let's see if that if Creed can really capture. That. Yeah. And you know what? I don't even want to talk about Creed anymore. I think that that was a beautiful way to wrap it up Easton I, 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 I can, I'm, I'm I more than that. yeah I'm more than happy to leave it there sir right. um, you know um, let's let me get into this now remember this is just the beginning of the conversation we want to continue it on with you uh, so please visit our website yell at us there um, send us a message on Twitter I'm at not Brandon Fleet Devin at YR underscore homeboy your homeboy East at Ant East. I do not have Twitter, but you can follow me on Instagram at N R O M I T A eleven twenty four. Right on. So N Romita eleven twenty four. Cool on Instagram. Um. Now, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or your choice podcatcher. Uh, if you're listening to us on 
uh, the podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, there's all kinds of cool content there. And uh, also you can get uh, teasers on what's coming up, uh, what the next episode is. We usually always release a little bit of content a week before. Um, and we really do want to continue on this conversation in particular. You can tell that we're all very passionate about this series um, and we're all going out to see Creed because oh, yeah. we're, no, we're all absolutely. super excited for this fucking movie. Um, so I'd love to talk to you guys about Creed. Um, uh, for this episode, I believe we're using hashtag uh, Mermel Rocky, if I'm not mistaken, M-R-M-L Rocky. Uh, or you can just hashtag Mermel, we'll find you. Or you can reach out to any one of us individually. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. This has been really almost an emotional episode for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really on that and one. thank you guys so much for, for being on this one. This was great. So yeah. thank you guys for hanging out. And, thank and, and thanks for hanging out with us. Seven, Adrian's Revenge. <laughs> I wish. Is that the one where she gets into the ring with Mr. T? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. Clubber Lang two. <laughs> Club harder. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> Dead meat.